Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. <laughs> yes, you did it. Ah, yes, <laughs> we are back. A brand new he episode. He is now one of us. One, <laughs> of, us. one of us. One of us. Hi, guys. Last time. Jesus. <laughs> it's been quite a while. It's been over a year since we've had you, Eli. Eli from Team Heated Heart. How you been, man? I've been amazing. How are you? I'm doing very happy. Very glad to have you on. The only recurring guest on this podcast at this point. We love nice. you. Thank you. Thank you so yeah, much for having every me. Other, every other guest you've had on this podcast eventually transitioned into being a host, if for only for a short while. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, I wait mean, a minute. No, don't you dare aim for my job. Oh, no, I am not. I'm just saying that that's, that's really <laughs> sweet of you guys to I'm just gonna say, to actually host. Of course. I'm just going to say, that's a lot of Jaden. Yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll Hot take a bullet for you. Hotshot, how you been, man? I've been. I've oh, been all me. right. Oh fuck, no! Yeah, That's... I am Hotshot. Who are you? <laughs> You're. <laughs> I'm all right. How about you, Jaden? Maple I'm... leaf, maple syrup lover. I am beyond the moon excited because the death battle of he and Sasuke came out, and guess who won? I'm gonna spoil it. I don't care, Hotshot. Guess who won? He didn't. He a won. Yes, you you can't say oh. his name properly, but he a did win. Well, how else? Yeah, why else would you be so excited? If it was Sasuke, you'd be utterly pissed. Okay, today's topic is <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, doing a two point uh, First time we had Eli on, we were talking about anime deaths, so we're doing anime deaths two Basically, we both, all three of, I'm so used to just the two of us. All three of us have anime deaths that we picked, uh, three each. Uh, so a big warning here. Big spoiler alert, we're talking about deaths with very pivotal moments in anime series. So if you don't want to be spoiled about any specific series, I mean, listen at your own risk. That's the only this warning. Tells, this tells me that we can't have Eli on a podcast unless we're talking about death. I mean... <laughs> Actually, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Eli, we'll, we'll talk about anime births next time. Oh, God, no. <laughs> what is wrong with you? That is the complete <laughs> opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, no, you'll do that with Eli, but I'm out. That's where he'll transition to your next host. I don't think there are much anime births, though. Oh, it's a weeb. Kill it with fire. <laughs> yeah, the only birth I can think of I wanted to kill. I, I think oh, if, if we were going to do births, it'd have to be something like um, the birth of Berserk. a new era or like a birth of like... <laughs> Uh, a new transition. So like uh, uh, Super Saiyan 2, it's like a birth of a new Super Saiyan. You know what I mean? Something nope, like that. Nope, we're talking about mothers and babies coming out of vaginas. And no. <laughs> <laughs> so what went into your guys' picks when you were selecting anime devs? Let's start with you, Hotshot. Eli, I'll let you go first. Oh, or, or Eli, yeah, go ahead, buddy. All right, sure. Since I'm the guest here, thanks for uh, involving me. That That's very sweet of you. Uh, so Always. for me... Uh, I went for something more heart-wrenching, something that really got your heartstrings as soon as you saw it, because I remember when I first watched my first anime, that's what really got me, and that's what stuck with me the most throughout the years, and that's why I really stuck with anime, because the, you start to love a character so much that as soon as you see them die, it just, that feeling you never forget. That That's what I went for here. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I can go next if you want a hot shot, or do you want to go next? No, go for it. All right, so for myself, I went with very personal picks, uh, deaths that uh, scarred me in the sense that I'm never going to forget them because I was very attached to the character, and deaths that really set up or ended complete series. Uh, very much uh, very pivotal moments in uh, anime series. So I went for those dramatic deaths that you know, everyone's going to remember, in my opinion. What about you, Hotshot? 
funny enough, um, kind of a mix of the both of you, like heartbreaking, like deaths that stick with you is what I went with, as well as like, even if it's a show that I didn't particularly care for, and there is at least one of those in my picks, the death itself stayed with me, or even if I don't remember anything else about the show, I remember the deaths. Mm -hmm. So as long as the death is memorable, even if I didn't care for the show or don't remember anything else about the show, that's what I'm going for. Oh, that's nice. I like it. I like that. I like that. I think we have very like different uh, points of view, so it's going to be a good collection of uh, podcast uh, selections. Okay, so who wants to go first? Who wants to? I'll go ahead. Yeah. Or go ahead. Eli, you want to go? No, no, no. Hot shot. You, you, you're a hot on the ball right there. All right. <laughs> take your shot, hot shot. All right, taking my shot. So recently, I actually listened back to our part one, and there was a death that I'm surprised none of us brought up, especially since Jaden. This is an anime that you've talked to Kyo about a number of times. Oh gosh, go Can ahead. Can I guess before you bring it up? Go for it. I'm thinking this is a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood death. This is not. Oh, really? This one is not. Okay, never mind. Brother, this Ed. one is from Trigun, and it's Wolfwood. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> this is not what we are doing, Hotshot. This I'm is how we are we starting. That. We don't bring that up, Hotshot. That's we bring that up. Wolfwood no. is dead. No, <laughs> <laughs> Wolfwood you. is no more. He is dead. Oh, he is six you. feet under, and Mer or Millie is pregnant with oh, his child. Damn. Go ahead and okay, explain what I- I've happened. never watched this anime. But just hearing that alone, damn. <laughs> like I said, even if I don't remember anything else about the show, I pick deaths that will stick with you. But I love Trigun, and I love Wolfwood. You don't love me. No, I do not. Oh, God. <laughs> Go ahead. Finally. All right, so I'm picking Wolfwood. If you guys don't know, he's kind of a mercenary slash priest that has a cross-shaped gun, which is a rocket launcher, a machine gun, a holster for a number of pistols, and he dies. He is a badass next to Vash. He is kind of a rival to Vash. And the way he dies is his, him and his mentor have a final showdown. And he knows that this is his, his last ride. He knows that it's going to be his last stand. And yet he still stands till the better end to make sure his mentor never quite hurts anyone again. Mm-hmm. I can't honestly remember the motivation behind the attack. But just the stance and the battle and Wolfwood was not only a main character, but he was a fan favorite of a lot of people, me included. So so to see the episode where he. Yeah, go for it. Um, So for those of us that never watched the anime, especially me here, uh, could you basically describe the anime and like what the battles are like, if you don't mind? Because I want to. So Trigun is so Think space cowboy, but think more on the cowboy aspect. Okay. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of uh Western or there's a lot of space stuff, but it's mainly like a desert area where there's saloons, there's gunslinging, there's a whole bunch of like bounties and oh, bounty nice. hunters, wanted posters. So it's like cowboy it's bebop ca- if it was actually a western. If it was actually a western, okay. yeah. So cowboy bebop is a, is space cowboy in space. Trigun is Space Cowboy focusing more on the cowboy. I love that. Okay, cool. So oh, it's still one it's still in one of my favorite anime lists of all time, Trigun. And Wolfwood is in one of my most badass characters of all time. And he was my favorite for a very long time. Until he fucking died. Oh man. 
like to, to me just like i've never watched the anime right so hearing that right and like the description that you made which was beautiful by the way about like what Thank the you. anime really was damn that that's awesome <laughs> to, to see like yeah. that awesome you, you wonder why Jaden went so quiet is because of how much he loved the show and how much he loved Wolfwood oh, dude. seriously like Wolfwood was such a good 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 character he had so many qualities to him and he was that you know Trigon uh, Trigon Vash is like the spotlight but when Wolfwood shows up that spotlight you know it gets shared with Vash and he becomes that um that I like that's that. a lie. When when Wolf, when Vat when Wolfwood shows up, that spotlight full on shifts. <laughs> well, in my opinion, they shared the spotlight because they collaborate a lot. Uh, they do. Like, they do. So that's so how. Cool. That's what I meant by that. Um, and the thing is, uh, he becomes a supporting character that uh, I really, really uh, enjoyed. His personality, his uh, oh, he just he brought so much to the series. And when he died, I remember I was like, uh, I was messaging Keo, the guy who. Uh, um, our good friend and who he suggested me to, to watch this anime and I just I could probably find the text messages but it was like all caps no what the hell how could you do that to me Kia? I was so fr- <laughs> basically the reaction I had with Hotshot um, it's it's uh, that one pulls on my heartstrings personally because I really grew attached to oh, that's, that's that's awesome I love to Damn. hear that like obviously yeah. I hate to hear that but like I hate I, to hear I that love a to character hear that we're attached because to it dies. got to you yeah exactly like your favorite character yeah. died but dude like that's that's amazing. But see, here's the thing. Like, a lot of times when your favorite character dies in a show that you watch, you have that much stronger of a connection with the show. Like, if your he- favorite character is the hero, they're probably going to win. If it's the villain, they're probably going to die. But if your favorite character is a side character, like, you don't know what's going to happen to them. Fair enough. But Exactly, yeah. It, it, going off of what you just said, um, when your favorite character dies, you tend to be more attached to that show. See, for Death Note, it wasn't like that because I remember when L died, spoilers, obviously, we already had a spoiler warning, but that's a huge spoiler in the show. When L died in Death Note, a lot of people that I know stopped watching because of that death and they hated the show after that because the entire show premise was supposed to be Light versus L or Kira versus L. Well, that's what I mean, though, because L was a main character. Like, he was actually part of the story. He was a main part of the plot. So to have him die would be worse than, say, if we had Misa die. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, she is a side character after all. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. Right. That's about all I got on Wolfwood, though. So I think I put Jane through enough heartbreak for <laughs> about a good 15, 20 minutes. You guys got oh. anything on him? Uh, uh, I that's I said what I had to say, I think. Uh, I can go next, or Eli, you can go next. I'll let you choose, buddy. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll go next for this one. Go I was going to say, let's go ahead and flip for it. <laughs> flip flip for, for it. I, I, don't, I don't know how to do a front flip yet, but I'm practicing, so I can't really flip. Okay, back flips, do. Oh, shit, go. I don't know how to do that one either. Uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, basically my, my first pick, I recently watched Your Lie in April. And for those of you who've watched this already, you know exactly what I'm talking about already. But those of you who haven't watched Your Lie in April... The whole Yo. show basically surrounds, uh, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Arama. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say his first name. So Arama, he is uh, this amazing prodigy pianist. And he, he loved to play piano when he was a kid. But as his mother died, he realized that the only reason why he started to play was because his mom was forcing him to play. Um, and she just like ruined music for him even though he was the best in japan he just 
he couldn't bring himself to get back into playing piano, even though he won so many competitions and all that stuff. It was just heart-wrenching for him to even touch a key. As soon as he touched a key, he would see his dead mom just forcing him and watching him and like picking at every little thing that he did. So, of course, he just retreated from that entirely, and a whole part of himself disappeared with music. And it was it was kind of heartbreaking to hear that, uh, that backstory of uh, Arima, but it, it was a beautiful thing because of this next part. So I have a little thing that I'm going to read because I basically wrote stuff for each of my three. That way I can go off of it for you guys so it's easier. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, um, by all means. So the, the entire show, you have no idea why it's called Your Lion April until this moment. You didn't even know uh, Kiori was ill and going to die. She seemed so full of life and happiness. The world was at her fingertips. Kaori meets Arima and instantly gives him the passion to play the piano again after years of quitting. We find out he had trouble because of his relationship with his mother, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but with Kairi, he could put away that pain and start to feel what music could actually feel like if he played with love instead of hate. In Arima's last performance, we see him imagine Kiori playing alongside him with her violin. Then she explodes and fades away with tears in her eyes. We all knew at that moment Kaiori was dead. We found out later that Kaiori wrote a letter to Arima explaining she was sick, that she saw him play piano when she was really young and got hooked. She would go on to learn the violin for the sole purpose to play a duet with Arima, and she was wonderful. Then she got sick and found out that she didn't have much time left. So she started to live life without regrets. She was in the same high school as Arma and wanted to become his friend. So she told one lie. Kaori likes Watari. That's the whole lie. Because Watari being the friend she was, um, she was with while she was alive, basically, that, that was the friend of Arma. So she told that lie to get closer to Arma. Your lie in April because she made that lie in April and all this is making me want to feel again because Kyori's wow. death really tied together the whole freaking anime. The anime would oh, not wow. be as great as it is if it wasn't for her death because the whole classical musics and the character developments, the story, they all work together so fluently like a symphony to tell the story of why Kyori told that lie in April. Dude, that Fucking like, what? Right? <laughs> yeah, it- like, seriously. But the thing is, I watched the first episode. I was like, I'm definitely going to watch this later. And obviously, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm still going to watch it. That is that is, that is, is some death note. Oh, there's my backup plan. And within my backup plan, within, like, right. all these contraptions. And, huh, your mind is screwed over. And you're like, oh, my Like, my God, whole heart just happened. felt it. Every single time that they played together, you would just see the musical notes and how colorful it was around them and the animation and like the camera work and just it was so beautiful. Every single performance that they made on stage, it was an entire episode on its own just with that. And so when her death came, it was so heart-wrenching because of how lovable of a character she was and you didn't expect it until the last episode basically and then you just find out that she actually did have a crush on uh, Arima loved him even and it just she finally admits her love when she's dead uh, oh, that's <laughs> just fucking no My no eyes. no who's cutting onions i blame <laughs> jaden 
Guys, this is not a... Why do we do a 2.0 in this podcast? This is, <laughs> we because you fucking births. asked us to. Let's switch to births, please. No, <laughs> oh, let's not. Idea. I want to keep talking about the grimness of death and never coming back. I don't want to talk about people my shooting pick, out of other people. My next pick is Itachi from Naruto. No, it's not. All right. Yeah, it is. I hate I'm, you. I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up this call right now. No, yeah. Did you actually does, hang up? Why? Why no, Itachi? And why did you take my backup? Yeah, please. Tell, listen, tell us. Listen, I need to hear this. I literally, when you said I'm hanging up, like the call for us, I was like, did he actually hang oh, up? Did I- <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Okay, I'm picking Itachi, and I'm sorry for taking your backup, but this... This is a death that needs to be mentioned because it is no, such a great agree. battle and the whole history behind it. I, I don't want to go over the history too much, but a, a know lot of people history. know it. Obviously, the Uchiha um, are planning a coup against the Leaf Village and then it gets uh, uh, found out and Itachi is basically hired to kill his entire clan except for his little brother and then the little emo Sasuke, basically his whole life mission in the original Naruto is to kill Itachi. And then the opportunity arises in Shippuden when they fight each other. And it's so screwed up with this Mangeku stuff. Because basically what happens here is that the fight between Sasuke and Itachi, uh, Itachi goes all out. And he uses the Susano, which is like a crazy technique that uh, uses a crap ton of chakra and you have this big skeletal structure around you to protect you and he basically dies because he overuses all of his chakra and no yeah yeah he dies because because he's just out of it he's out of gas he's sasuke is now stronger than itachi sasuke was able to like push him to his very brink of limit of death Uh, that's not even english but you know what i mean that's amazing i I never watched that death Okay, here's the thing. You've never there's, seen the death? No, that's a, really cool. There's there's a lot of crazy stuff attached to this. Basically, after Itachi's death, in order for Sasuke to unlock the Mangeku, they switch eyes. Itachi and Sasuke switch eyes so that Sasuke is able to use the Mangeku. And Hotshot, obviously, you've seen this battle, right? Yeah, I've seen this battle. Okay. I've done this battle in the games. Too. Okay, so you know when he inches closer to Sasuke to grab his eyes because he wants the Mangeku from Sasuke, right? Right. Okay. Instead, he gives him that typical head poke, you know, like, not right now, little brother. And that, I found out that that head poke is what transferred Amaterasu's ability into Sasuke. So that when Sasuke gets woken up by Tobi and the Sharingan meet each other, you know when that black flame shows up? That was planned by Itachi. Like, so even before dying, he had, so like, a why, backup plan. Is that why before Sasuke got Itachi's eyes, he was able to use Amaterasu? No, he 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 was able to use Amaterasu after switching eyes with Itachi, and because oh, Itachi, after switching. Okay. yeah, and because Itachi poked him, that head poke he transferred the ability of Amaterasu. That's why when Toby and Sasuke look at each other after Sasuke wakes up from the battle, this black flame shows up, and like Toby's like, "Wow, Sasuke is really, really uh, Itachi's really on point." Like he even thought that far ahead. This battle is basically like the entire uh, exi- reason for Sasuke being a, a ninja and his character and his personality because of how. Uh, much hatred he has for Itachi. So this was a climactic battle and one of the best face-ups in all of Naruto, bar none. So, Naruto Shippuden specifically. So, absolutely a worthy pick. And how dare you put that as your backup? I'm calling you out, Hotshot. That should have been your number one. That should have been your number one. It should have, but my number one for last time was also a big Naruto death, so I didn't want to pull that card. Still, it should have been your number one. 
So my number one was Furby Sage last time. That's not really an equal ground. Okay. I, well, you should have picked it. Okay. So here's 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 my my thoughts on that death because I I remember watching the original Naruto and knowing that it's his whole goal to kill his brother and then to know because like I never watched. Sure. That's I get fair. bored easy, so I just stopped watching. But then I heard about like you know the spoilers and stuff because like I was still interested in Naruto, and so like I hear these things, I'm like, oh, that happened. Crap! I would have loved to see that, but obviously I'm not gonna watch a thousand episodes just to get to that point. So now knowing exactly what happened and exactly like wow, Sasuke actually finally did kill his brother, did exactly what he said he was going to do, and got so powerful enough to overwork his brother, knew exactly what his brother was gonna do, got that eye from him. Like that's like his his character is done now, Sasuke. Like he, and he then just went a full round. Like his his character's good. I love and that. And then went down the exact opposite route that Itachi was find, trying to veer him towards. Oh, what was the route that he wanted to go down? He wanted him to go back to the village and actually be, you know, a good ninja for the hidden leaf, protect the leaf. Instead, he was going against everyone who basically used Itachi and found out that most of it, a lot of it came from the leaf and the leaf higher up. So he wanted to destroy the hidden leaf village. Okay. To be fair though, I understand why he would want to because he just killed his brother. Like he's going to listen to what his brother's going to say. He would do the complete opposite, right? Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you hit your brother. But hey, that, I killed all your left, family. That Do left even like, no. it left even he taught when Itachi came back. It left even him just like completely dumbfounded. Like, wait, what do you mean Sasuke didn't come back? Wait, Itachi came back. Yeah, right. Wait, uh, uh, Itachi yes. gets uh, Itachi gets resurrected by Kabuto in the the Great Ninja War arc. Uh, and Itachi, I mean, this is we're going we're going way down the rabbit hole, but Itachi plays a big role in like uh, reversing the effect that Kabuto was going into, even though he was resurrected uh, as like uh, not a full on resurrection, uh, resurrected like not human, like he was uh, unsealed and able to be controlled by Kabuto, but he breaks from that, and there's a big thing that happens. So yeah, that's basically that. Okay, thank you for letting me know. That's actually very interesting. Now I want to see yeah. it again. No, Damn. Uh, Eli, just uh, just my two cents. If you do want to learn more about this and don't want to watch a thousand episodes, definitely play the games because you can get to it really quickly and it actually still has that emotional connection. Yeah, but then that's money I have to spend on games. <laughs> I can just watch them How for free. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> like the games, 100%, they're awesome. But anyway, that's that's a whole nother story. That's a whole other getting thing. On, getting off topic again. Sorry about that. I love that. Oh, no, you're totally good. All right. So, Hotshot, you're next, right? Yes. Right. Go ahead, buddy. All right. So. Okay. Why the long pause? Are... I don't like the long pause. Yeah, I don't like the long pause at all. I'm worried. So, you guys are going to hate me. I already oh, hate no, you. No, because no. I was, for a long time, I was fighting between this pick and another pick. Oh, my God. And. I'm deciding on this one, and you guys are going to hate me Just for it. Just say it. Just say it. I'm picking Trisha Elric from Full Metal Alchemist. Wait, who is that? Is the Trisha? mom. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That is... No, you 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 yeah. woke you woke up in a bad mood, huh? You just woke yeah, you up. In a bad I woke up in a bad mood. I just the first one, and now this one. You are on a and mission. Now the, oh oh, wait until my third. Jesus oh, Christ! Yeah. My oh, third my will fuck you up. Ah, oh, bro. 
<laughs> anyway, so I'm picking I'm picking Al, um, Al and Ed's mom from Fullmetal Alchemist. Okay. And the reason why I'm picking her, so we might have talked about this off podcast or on podcast, I can't remember, but you guys were having a discussion about um, about a certain death leading to starting a character's route mm-hmm. or like starting their adventure. Yeah. yeah. So that's basically what I'm basing this one off of because if not for her death, if not for what she did, then Ed and Al never would have tried a human human transference for uh, uh, to try to revive her. Yeah, and would have never started the actual journey. Like, okay, yeah, we can't fuck with that. There, that's just not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that literally like, there's started some things the whole thing. that science. Some things that science should not meddle in. Mm-hmm. And the death and life of humans is one of them. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, that death, uh, obviously you weren't really connected to the character because you literally just started the anime. When you saw this person die, you're like, eh, okay. I mean, just story, but you're connected cares? to but it. But then, yeah, of you're course. You're connected to it through like how what much Ed after? and how much Al go through. Exactly. exactly. Like, start every great, every legend has a starting point and this was theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the more you start loving uh, Ed and L, you start really loving the mom and starting to realize why that death really put a toll on them. And how much of a connection that they actually share with, like, say, their mentor. Yeah. Because their mentor tried saving an unborn, her unborn child. Yeah. Like, the same as them. Like, these kind of things can connect characters. Like, doing things that were not meant to be tampered with it goes deeper than just like one death starting an adventure. It goes like it can connect you to other living characters. It can teach you what you can do, what's morally right and what's morally wrong, or even just throw in a whole bunch of monkey wrenches. Like, is this really what it means to be, to be an alchemist or is this worth the risk or is this really what I want to do? Yeah. Like another example of that would be the chimera. That one we did talk about last time. Of course. Yeah. I do remember that. Yep. Which that one being like, no, obviously that is 100% not right. Like that is not what you do. Yeah, yeah. And trying to revive a dead body, no matter who it is, if it's your mom, if it's your loved one, if it's your dad, your brother. No, if they are dead, let them rest. Let them be to rest. Yeah, it's very tough because obviously you want to mourn them but also you really want them back. And sometimes that just overtakes it. It's like supernatural, you know, Sam and Dean, they they always do whatever they can to help out their family. And when they're dead, they do whatever they can to revive them, no matter what, because that's what family does. They do whatever they can for their family. And so that reverts back to anime. It reverts back to everything, including real life, because you would do literally yeah. anything for your family, your loved ones, even if you're not close to your family you would do whatever you can for the people that are close to you. Um, if you have a heart, I guess. So yeah. Yeah. Like those, Unless you're those a cold-hearted deaths, bastard exactly. in which case. <laughs> uh, those deaths really get to, get to people. So that is yeah. a really good choice. Which I mean, I even brought her up. You guys didn't know her by name, but then I said the mom, you guys both like uh, just shot down. Exactly. Uh. Yeah. Like it, we didn't know the name because we just know her as the mom. As mom. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't actually know she had a character name. Yeah, I actually looked her up while you were talking about Lion April. Oh, nice. <laughs> just so I could actually have a name. I appreciate good that. Stuff, Thank good you. Stuff. Nice stuff. All right, so my next pick. Um, go ahead, buddy. Go for it. We're back to Death Note. I know I already did a Death Note one last I'm podcast, out. but 
it is my favorite anime. And so it's kind of hard to really revert back to that. And like going to deaths that meant a lot to me, this is what I revert to because this is my first, first choice. So basically in Death Note, I mean, if you haven't watched the first podcast, how dare you go watch it? But also you got to watch Death Note as well because this is an amazing anime. Basically this kid gets a Death Note and if he writes a name down and he thinks of the guy uh, who's he writing the name of, that person dies in 40 seconds with a heart attack. And there's so much more they can do with it. But basically there is a bus jacking in this episode of Death Note. And this bus jacking really has a domino effect on the whole series. So, oh my God, I really you know exactly what we're talking for another character. Oh, oh yeah, my God. yeah. Oh, wow. oh yeah. So yes. the bus jacking was the most meaningful death in Death Note, and here's why: because of the domino effect it had. Because uh, Kiichio is the bus jacker. Uh, he may have been a small death compared to Light's other more notorious kills, but without it. L wouldn't have investigated so hard into light and Naomi Misura wouldn't have gotten involved after her husband, Ray Penber, died at the hands of Kira. Through the use of the Death Note, Light wants to try to get the name of the FBI agent following him so he could kill him. At the moment, Light doesn't know he is FBI. He just thinks he is being followed. So Light comes up with a plan. He uses a criminal to hijack a bus he is on. During the bus jacking, Light writes a note devising a plan to steal the gun away from the bus jacker, Kiichio, when he turns away. He shows it to the date that he's sitting next to her. Um, because Light's following, uh, sorry, Light's follower is sitting behind him, he sees the note Light wrote to his date. The follower says it's too risky and Light should leave it to him because he has more experience in this. Then Light makes it seem like he is suspicious of that guy by saying he could be a bus jacker accomplice. So, to prove he is on Light's side, he shows his ID, Ray Penber, FBI. Light then drops a piece of Death Note, grabbing the attention of Kiichio. Kiichio grabs the paper on the ground and throws it away, not thinking much of it. There was just only plans for a date or whatever on the paper. But Light has won at this point, because Kiichio starts to see Ryuk, the Shinigami, and gets so frightened... He seems like he is hallucinating and everyone on the bus making him more dangerous uh, and they just like go down on the ground. After firing a few shots, he jumps off the bus, gets hit by a truck at full speed, killing him instantly. Time of death, 11.45 a.m. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This this was a brilliant, brilliant setup by Light because when you grab that piece of paper with the, with the date details... It's a piece of the Death Note. So you are now able to see Ryuk. So everyone thinks he's freaking out. And mm -hmm. Ryuk even says himself, like, there's no wonder why Light's, like, the number one most genius student ever. Like, this was an, a, a great plan to, to come up with. So I absolutely love this death. And though it just he gets hit by a car while running out of the bus. Right? It's like... It's completely accidental. The way it's set up, it's really good. I mean, Naomi Misura picks up on it, but... That's what makes it even better because and her death is just on another level to me too. Uh, oh my God, but that yeah. domino effect, it, it was it was so great. All the all those FBI agents dying because Ray Pamela writes the names and the right? other piece of paper was, oh, dude. And like after that also, I'm just nerding out right now. After that, <laughs> when he reads out everything, like uh, how it was planned to a T. Oh, dude. Dude, yes. Yeah, the whole. Okay, so I. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Eli. Sorry, the whole reason why I picked this death yeah, he may have been a small character, but the, the whole purpose we've, behind We've made it made. It. You can make that an impact. Right? And I think this is even before 
um, he even had uh, experiments with his deaths to figure out how far he can go with the killings, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is even before the experiments, and he did this, imagine the mind that light has. I mean, he did do those experiments where he ha- he ha- he like th- took those prisoners and asked one to d- draw a pentagram on the wall. Uh, wrote yep. that one would go to Paris, and wrote that one would uh, draw L's face. Uh, all this different stuff. Uh, also, he did do his experience, but this was like a way to conclude uh, what he was thinking and specifically to get the name of the guy who was tailing him. And he managed to do it. So, ingenious. In freaking genius. Oh, yeah. Amazing job. And what were so you going to say? So, I've made it very well known that Death Note is an anime that I heavily respect, especially for how intellectual like stuff like that can get. Mm-hmm. But it's one that I personally can't get into and enjoy. Cool. Yeah. But hearing deaths like that, hearing setups like that, like domino effects like that, are some of the aspects that, again, I highly respect and uh, give a tip uh, tip of my hat to on Death Note on that one. Thank 100%. you. Thank you for respecting it. I appreciate it. Even if you didn't watch the anime, I do like hearing that you respect my choice. I can see, I can see why it's a fan and frankly critic favorite it's just not one of mine oh yeah it's totally cool i mean it's one of yours in the sense that you picked l and light yagami's mental battle as one of the greatest anime battles in the greatest anime battles podcast so i i still think you're a closet death note fan you just don't want to admit it <laughs> you picked hey, the i just said battle? i respect it i game recognized game you picked you, you the respect mental a lot of it you i picked the mental it. battle between light and Hot light and shot. L, yeah Oh, buddy, I love you. <laughs> That's awesome. Right, right. Okay, should I go to my next pick? Yeah, go hell for yeah, it. man. Okay, I, I, I'm going. This, this one, it's, it's a bit of the same deal where it's minor, but it sets up a character. It has a domino effect. It's from Attack on Dude, Titan. We have the same ideas. I love this. <laughs> yeah, the first episode. Ugh. This one, this one starts out so nicely. A beautiful view of, this, of the city. Aaron and Mikasa are there picking up wood, planks of wood to go back home. But then, then attack, atta- an attack of a titan. <sighs> and, uh, sorry. Fucking I, 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 really? I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, guys, this was this one's harsh. Okay, so Carla Yeager, I'm just going to say, Aaron's mother dies by the... Uh, Smiling Titan. Uh, basically, there's a Titan attack, and Mikasa and Aaron run to the house to see what's happening, and they find Aaron's mother under a pile of wood, and they want to save her. And Aaron's mother's like, "No, you don't have time to save me." And Aaron doesn't want to leave her, and she she tells him, "For once in your life, listen to what I'm telling you. Run away, save yourself." He is then forced him and Mikasa get picked up by a, uh, a scout soldier, and they go and uh, they go away, and he's freaking out, and he sees his own mother get picked up from the road from the smiling titan and absolutely devoured and it's such a gruesome emotional scene and the thing is i mean i'm not going to spoil but like in the latest anime uh, attack on titan season there is so much like that is like brought up about this afterwards as this specific titan has so many different relation to Eren, and it comes back in season two as well where uh, it triggers Eren in, in the big battle when they want to ca- uh, when when Eren gets a uh, 
gets uh, taken away by um, Reiner and everything, and then they see that Titan again, and a, a bunch of crap happens. This death like sets up Eren's hate for Titans and his really his motivation, his fuel, his passion to absolutely obliterate every single one of them. So I I had to pick this death because this triggers the attack on Titan. The whole thing, the whole thing. This sets the tone. Like, what's this about? Right? Humanoids eating people, people fighting back. See, I, I love I love the setup, but also the heart wrenching conversation that they had, right? Because it, it's a loving mother and a loving mm-hmm. son, and the son yeah. trying his very best to save the mom, but the mom is literally just, and you can hear it in the voice acting and the if you if you watch the English dubbed anyway, because damn, that just that really got to me because you could hear the heartbreak and the tears mm-hmm. in her throat just yelling at the sun like just leave me it just it got me so hard like i know that like yeah attack on titan it's a very gruesome show and like there are deaths in it like every freaking episode and they're all gruesome but this one yeah it may not have been the most gruesome death but it definitely hit you hard yes of course it's the first episode so you're not really attached to this character like we just talked about with full metal alchemist but you could just see the heartbreak and hear the heartbreak because in full metal alchemist you didn't really see the death of the mom you just heard about it but with this one you see it happen real time and it's just ridiculous it just really hurts just watching and hearing it i'm gonna point out that while uh fleeing the scene aaron is positioned to where he can look back and watch the titan mm-hmm. do this he yeah. sees yes. his mom get devoured yes yeah, yeah. And, and the she, blood splatters she, she, everywhere including everywhere. like very close to aaron like yeah it's it's heartbreaking yeah oh my god and like the thing is like honestly if you just want to sum it down to a single like sentence she's like she's telling aaron let me die that's like that screws with you mentally on that like really so does. many levels yeah no mm-hmm. so so yeah, I I the harsh one, harsh, heavy hitting death, man. That is a really very harsh. harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it doesn't have to be deep into the show. It doesn't even have to be that important of a character for a death to strike you hard, especially if it sets in the way in motion of the character you're about to see the story of. Agreed. One thousand percent agree. Yep. yep. All right, oh, hot shot. Hot shot. Top that. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> So, I love how he starts off with, so, I'm going <laughs> to kill you guys. Yeah, so, if you remember, Eli, you talked about uh, Dead Parade, or Death Parade? Yes, last uh, time, yeah, Death Parade. Where we talked about the idea of death and what awaits us beyond death, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, my next pick has something to go along those lines. And it has kind of an answer and then another question. Ooh, yes, I love these. So my next pick is the graduation of the class in Angel Beats. Okay. Do either of you know what that is? No. I have not seen Angel Beats. Okay. So Angel Beats is a school or is an anime with a school where everyone who is attending technically have died in a number of ways and have unfinished business. So they are basically in purgatory awaiting heaven or hell until that their fate can be decided. So the entire way through the series, they think that the only way in order to move on is to defeat a being called Angel, 
who is there guarding them and protect and basically keeping them in the school and keeping them making sure they can't escape. Essentially, they are in purgatory. She is their night watcher. So the series continues with them doing just that, trying to defeat Angel. But it turns out Angel is also trapped there against her will in purgatory. And eventually one thing leads to another. The group becomes friends. They become close. Even though dead, they learn about their deaths. They learn closer to each other. They become closer to each other. Relationships, friendships, everything. Until the final day. Once the final day hits, everyone or one person has disappeared from the group and hasn't come back. They think that it's just something out of the or something normal that they just left. But then several days pass. None of them have returned until it's down to about four. They find out that what has actually happened is these guys have accepted their deaths, accepted their fate and finished their business and have moved on to the afterlife. The thing that I'm picking this moment for is because everyone moves on, but there has to be someone watching Purgatory, so one has to remain. Yeah. And that is our main character. He gets left behind to watch the place that they were imprisoned in. Shit. Dude, what in the actual hell... That is, is, well, it's not hell, dude. It's purgatory. Were you not listening? Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> no, but, no pun intended, but that is... That is... That is literal... That is hell. Hearing? So I could have... I could If I'm being completely honest, I could have gotten some details about this synopsis wrong, but the end result is the same. They graduated the school, meaning they moved on to the afterlife, leaving their main character behind to watch after the afterlife. So literally if that main character wants to get back or like pass on or whatever, someone else has to be in purgatory. Basically he's in the position that angel was in. And what makes this even more heartbreaking all throughout the series, he was the one trying to get close to angel. He was the one who found out who she really was and grew a romantic connection oh, with her. Oh, no. And as they hold each other close, she vanishes into the afterlife. That's just heartbreaking. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't want to watch this anime. This I really no. I don't. No, like, you guys, don't need, you guys need to. It is honest. As hard as it hits, as sad as it is, it is still one of my favorite animes. Literally, my, I, I, feel, I feel sick. Because of all this death, and I, I, I'm feeling the heartbreak from every single one of these because you guys are describing your choices so well that it's just I feel like I'm watching it firsthand right now. I'm a storyteller. That's what I it do. It hurts. Like, could you guys just suck, please, just once? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm instead. I'm gonna make it go harder. Ah, oh, fuck. And the thing. So I was tempted to reveal this pick first, but it is my biggest one, so I waited. Um, after you described your life in April and them playing together, yeah. it reminded me of Angel playing the piano. Because if you listen to the intro for Angel Beats, it's her starting and playing the piano. No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> oh. 
this whole thing. I just wow. I will say I will say this. This anime and this may not be a hard call. It may be. I'm not sure. It made Kyo cry at the end. Is this like It makes almost anyone who watches it cry at the end. Is this an obscure anime? I wouldn't think so, but it might be. Because like, I've never like, heard it's... of it before, but I guess, I mean, there's so many animes out there. I guess if it's not a popular yeah. one, it's obscure. It is definitely one I want you guys to check out eventually. I, I think I think I might because I've been looking for something new, kind of, but also I need to finish watching all of these great animes. <laughs> I have so many on my list. Right? It's, it's like Black Clover is like the number one anime I need to watch right now. Oh, Black Clover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, anyway, right. yeah, that's up topic. Thank you for that's the off topic again. The awesome All right. Pick. Speaking that's... of on topic, do either of you guys have any thoughts or anything to ask about that? Because I know you guys don't have a whole lot on it. Honestly, I just I'm flabbergasted at that. And Angel Beats is an anime that's come across my timeline many times. And I know, like, obviously, there's more detail. Like, you 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 re- revealed a, a hefty part of it, but it it honestly got me even more interested. Like, I need to watch this even more now i just this is just but can you can you understand jane i talked to you about this off podcast can you understand why i was confused if this one would work or not no i see what you mean but honestly like we're just expressing ourselves and this is art at the end of the day and that's a like it's horrendous and if you're living with what's going through there but it's it's so beautifully creative but i can also appreciate that I can also see why you were confused and not sure if you can pick it because just for context audience, we tried to make it so that our choices were permanent deaths. So uh, if it was like a suicide attempt and it didn't work, we couldn't use that. If it was uh, something that just like, for example, like in Dragon Ball Z, uh, Goku's first death and like, oh, well, they revived him with the Dragon Balls. Yeah, but that death specifically, no, he has to be 100% permanent. You can't see them anymore. Probably only in flashbacks. Like it has to be a permanent death. So I understand. Which I will why. bring up. Which I will bring up when uh, when Jane picked Itachi. Mm-hmm. I will give him leanway because at the end of the day, Itachi does die for good. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. not That's what that I was gonna way, say. but he yeah. does die for good. Yeah, he does exactly. die for good. Yeah. So yeah. with this one, All I understand right. like they're already in like an afterlife kind of thing with like purgatory and everything. But my backup was actually one of those characters deaths. Funny enough. So there you go. Like, I'm, I'm totally cool with that because it was a final death. It was a final thing. Um, yeah, I, I really I really enjoyed that pick. That's a really good one. Thank All right. You. Eli. And that and that wraps it up for me. So yeah, go ahead. On to it, Eli. All right. Well, uh, my my last pick was going to be Aaron's mom from Attack on Titan. Uh, but I, I, I th- okay, so I'm going to stick with Attack on Titan, though, because this death I found was the most gruesome death in all of Attack on Titan that I've watched so far. I haven't, I haven't finished the last one. I haven't started the last one yet. So this is literally just like first and second season, I think. Um, so basically his name is, um, how do you pronounce his name? Mike Zacharias. And this guy, he is the um, the section commander for Squad Mike. It's it's his squad uh, in the uh, Scout Regiment. And this guy, he his death basically, he's out in the field um, hunting the Beast Titan or whatever his name is. Uh, what is this Titan's name? Abominable it is Beast Titan. Titan. Yeah, it, is, Titan. it is the Beast Titan. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So he's he's hunted him down and he sees him finally, but his horse is close to the uh the beast titan. And so the beast titan sees Mike in the distance standing on these rooftops, and so he takes his horse and chucks it across the field and uh luckily Mike was able to dodge it in time, but not lucky at all because it, it basically rebounded and hit him kinda. Uh, it was it was kind of it was a kind of weird throw, but anyway, uh, I, I don't I don't I don't like that throw. Anyway, so it hit it hit the roof, and Mike gets like dropped down, rolls down the roof, and lands in a pile of all of these titans, and the titans literally eat him alive, but rip him apart like a dish. So basically, think of like um, a head of lettuce, and they're just ripping uh, layers off one by one, uh, taking bites out of it one by one, and that lettuce is alive. It is literally ridiculous on how they completely destroy Mike. Like, for me, watching these deaths in Attack on Titan, it makes me want to just, like, give them mercy and just take a shot to their head so they don't feel the pain anymore. Because their voice acting and the animation and everything just makes me feel so much for these characters. Even if I didn't care for them, just watching them Oh God, it just, especially this death. This is the most gruesome death that I found in all of Attack on Titan. I don't know about you guys, but this, this so I know, I know Attack on Titan deaths are incredibly gruesome and with the disembowelings and dismembering and completely eating alive. Yep. But when you described, uh, when you used the head of lettuce to describe this, I couldn't help but think of Sausage Party and I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> i'm really really sorry okay. especially when you said it was alive i was hearing the lettuce go oh god why <laughs> i i remember when he when he slips and then he falls into that really small titan's mouth and it like takes the first bite yeah and then he's like oh and it chomps off one of his legs right no no no, no. It, it bites and then the beast titan goes up to him and he and he's like wait wait don't kill him yet i, I, I need to talk to him and then we realize oh that's right crap. he's just dangling from his mouth yeah he's like the titans talk and he's like frozen there and then he's like oh what's this oh it's your mobile gear oh okay and, blah, blah, blah. and then he walks away and finally uh, mike screams and then he's like oh so you do speak anyway kill him and then that's where the lettuce part comes in and he yeah is, oh. which is so weird to think that titans can communicate so well you know like oh man just eli all i'll say is season three well, yeah, I really need everything. to see it, man. I just... yeah. it, it makes so much sense in season three. Okay. Get on that. Okay. I definitely it, will. I, I, I guarantee you. Humans it will and completely Titans, throw you for a loop. Humans and Titans are, are the, the, the line is is blurred in season two. And in season three, I don't even know what it is anymore. Are you serious? That's connected. Okay. Okay. Now I need to see this now. <laughs> no, you need to. You absolutely. I, I was gonna finish watching to. Supernatural first, but I think I'm gonna finish watching no, this first. No, go Attack on Titan. <laughs> go watch some anime. I, I'm a fan of Supernatural myself, but if I had to pick one of the two, I'd pick Attack on Titan. Yeah. Okay. That's, All right. That's it. May I go to my final final pick? Go for it. Okay. This this so pick. What, yes. Go ahead. So what do you think? Final pick and then honorable mentions. Yeah, that works. I'm good All right, go for it. Okay, so um, this pick is from my favorite anime ever. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 Hotshot. You know exactly what I'm talking about. This pick yep, fruits basket. is from 
a, uh, in English, it's called Terror in Resonance. And this this is a massive spoiler. This is the end of the series. This is the, the big finale. And this death, literally, I, I when I listen to the song of that scene, I can visualize the death. That death will never leave my mind for the rest of my life. It, I always, it just comes across my mind whenever I think of that, about that anime. It is so harsh. Zanki no Terror, the Japanese name for the series, follows the story of 9 and 12. Two boys who are like 13, 14 years old teenagers who get experimented on and then they manage to uh, break away. I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version. And they start doing terrorist attacks against uh, Tokyo, Japan so that the government, everyone starts listening to the atrocity that they went through. So they're massively in the wrong because they're terrorists. And at the end of the series, at the very end of the series, they have this atomic bomb that they launch into the sky. So everyone knows that the group Spinks is a thing and that they exist. And finally, in the final scene, we get to a point where the detective, Shibazaki, that's been chasing them down, finally comes in contact with them and comes and sees them in the field. And you have there, you have 9 and you have 12 right there and Shibazaki face to face. And at this point, the U.S. government gets involved and they show up. These two helicopters show up and... Shibazaki, the detective, is like, don't, don't do anything to these boys. Don't do anything to them. You, 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 like, just listen. Let me talk with them. Like, we need to figure out what, what, what their story is. We know what it is. We need to like do this properly. And the U.S. government's like, nah. These two, these two are, are terrorists. They've crossed the line. They've gone way too far. And at this point, the music heightens, and you have. Uh, Nine, who is the very calm, collected, uh, analytical one, and then you—he's the brain of Sphinx, and then you have Twelve, the hardest Sphinx, because he's very caring for Lisa, his uh, quasi-romantic partner in the series that like kind of tags along with Sphinx, and then, so Nine takes this uh, this trigger. And he's like, if you guys don't withdraw, I have this trigger, and there's a million bombs, and I'm just going to blow up, like, the entire, like, and, like the biggest threat ever. And he's holding up the, the, the trigger right there. Oh, my and then God. The government's like, nah, screw these guys. I'm not, uh, we're not doing, uh, the U.S. is like, not, not anymore. Not anymore. And they shoot 12 right through the heart with a sniper. Right oh. through the heart. He dies instantly collapses on the ground and nine who has been calm collected composed throughout the entire anime falls on his knees and begins to cry he begins to cry to shout he freaks out because his best friend his only friend gets killed in front of his very eyes and at that moment he's about to press the button on the trigger he gets talked off the ledge by shibuzaki he gets the uh, shibuzaki gets uh, the tr- the trigger back nine throws it at him and at this point nine who was suffering from the experiments he always had these recurring headaches and he gets one final headache and he dies as well i, I want to focus on 12 but he does die they both die in that scene and then the whole truth about Spinks and everything comes to light. Everyone finds out what's happening. But the most screwed up part is here is that 9 and 12 throughout the 11 episodes of Terror and Resonance, we see that 9 has recurring headaches. 9's going to die because we know that just mentally it's screwing with him. But the thing is 12 never had any side effects. So the fact of the matter is 12 could have lived on. Oh, man. But he's the one who gets shot in the heart. If I'm okay, can I be completely real with you for a second? Go ahead, man. Twelve was this close to being on my list because even though I've talked to you about uh, me watching and finishing Terran Resonance before, 
and it being on par with Death Note for me, so not one of my favorites, but I highly respect it. That is the thing that I remember most is his death. Damn, oh, man. it is. It is, dude. It's seriously like it, it, I, I, it's not like a PTSD thing, but it's the, it's that thing that like I was so attached to this character, and when that finale happened, the final episode. It just it hurt me so much. And the thing is, uh, 9 and 12 always had this message of hope. Always had this message of hope. And in Icelandic, hope is me- means von. That's the word in Icelandic. And there's always this re- uh, this Ice- Icelandic references throughout the anime. And then we, we figure out that the whole thing that 9 and 12 had was hope. Because the music that 9 was listening to, music from a cold land. What is a cold land? Iceland. Hope it all comes together at the very end. Oh, the final stop! Scene. Oh, my heart. So, yeah, oh, so my this, heart. It, it, like, this, this when it when it happens deep. at the end and all comes together, it hits you hard. It hits you like a bus. It hits you like that Death Note kill with the truck and the guy. Jeez, that's just okay. So I'm gonna be completely honest. Every time Go that I it. do these podcasts with you guys, I always leave them, yeah, heartbroken because of we're always talking about deaths, but also. With a new list of anime that I know I have to watch because <laughs> these these whole deaths make the anime just that much more loving and interesting that I just need to I need to watch. So honestly, if you guys are watching this podcast or listening in on whatever device you guys are listening in on, please, for the love of God, add these to your lists if you haven't already. Um, if you're a complete weeb. And you've already listened to all of, sorry, watched all of these uh, animes. Then, congrats to you. Like you, you automatically know what we're talking about with all of the animes. But dude, like, please give us more, okay? <laughs> please let us know what else to watch because I need to have more context for deaths for the next podcast, just in case we do another one of these guys, oh, whether it be deaths or births. Um, so yeah, please, please let us know in the comments what you think we should watch next, is, so we can add more to the list. A- is this a bad time to say, like, almost all of the anime I'm watching right now have almost nothing to do with death? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all have our coping mechanisms, right? We really do. Yeah, mine's slice of life, so... Yeah, been, I was getting more positive recently, and so I've been trying to, like, uh, take away a lot of negative stuff yeah, out of my no, life. Yeah, no, so. ter- watch Terran Resonance. That'll bring you down hard. Oh, thanks, man. You know, all the work that I've no, been doing. No, watch Angel Beats. Year. That'll bring you down harder. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, I'm just gonna, you know... <laughs> myself that's great <laughs> yeah oh man guys, okay guys. so my next pick is eli apparently <laughs> so so let's 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 recap i'm gonna go over what my list was yes, i had itachi from naruto i had carla yeager from attack on titan and i had 12 slash 9 from zenkino terror uh what about you guys eli all right well i had kaiori from uh your lion april Heartbreaking. I had the bus jacking criminal uh, Kiichio from Death Note, which again, heartbreaking, but also not really. Uh, and then I had Mike from Attack on Titan, the squad leader. Hell yeah. Oh, gosh. And you hotshot, do it. Just do it to me. I, I had Wolfwood from Trigon. <laughs> I had Frisha Elric from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh. Oh, and I had the entire class from Angel <laughs> Oh, man. I, I just want to, like, cut out those reactions and just use them as samples. <laughs> oh, please do. Please do. I, you. I will. Don't do this please. to me. <laughs> It's on the internet forever now. 
There you go. Just put them with very inappropriate images. <laughs> <laughs> like I will, I will give you anime that you can put these noises to. Oh, please don't. Patreon, exclu- <laughs> Patreon exclusive content. I am a king of etchy anime. That is my coping mechanism. Amazing. <laughs> I know where to put your voice, Eli. Amazing. There is a difference between addiction and coping mechanism, Hutch. All right, so I'm addicted to etchy anime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I honestly, my honorable mention, I, I, I have one, but I don't know if it's worth mentioning just because it's a big spoiler for an anime. I feel we spoiled enough. That's I'm I'm okay with not having an honorable mention. Honestly. Yeah. Th- th- thanks you. Thank you. Because like, if if it's Attack on Titan. I'd rather not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Okay. But uh, I'd rather would. Go for it. Why not? Okay, well, I-, I just went, so you guys can go first. All right. Eli, do you have one? Uh, Sure, yeah. My my honorable mention is Misa Misa. I know we already spoke about it because I know she's a side character, but I really did start to love her uh, throughout the whole Death Note series, right? So, I mean, at the very end when I saw her like on that bridge, it was just you know, damn. Like, I, I see why she's doing it because her love is gone, but, like, damn. <laughs> you know? It still hits you. Yeah, it still yeah, hits you. It still hits you. All right. I do have one honorable mention, and this was the one that I was fighting uh, for Trisha's spot with before eventually picking her. My honorable mention is Tetsu Shima, I think is how you pronounce it, from Akira. Oh, really? Yeah, the main bad guy from Akira is is my honorable mention. The, okay. okay, I'm surprised because I remember that you didn't enjoy Akira. So I did not. But again, <laughs> it's one of those animes. It's one of those movies, animes that I respect and can see why it's so loved. Mm-hmm. It's just not one of mine. But I will never get the image of him in that horrific state out of my mind. You're welcome for the recommendation. And, and inside... While he's changing form, he actually killed my favorite character. <laughs> Just because wow. I don't remember her name by a letter. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> no, that that's not why. Just because like everyone else in the anime is an asshole, and then like she was the only one that seemed at least relatively sweet, and then just crush. It's just fucking <laughs> it that and after that I was just done. I just didn't care. <laughs> At least I wouldn't have if I had a choice, but instead my eyes were glued to the screen and seeing the horror in front of me. Oh, man. Okay, so my honorable mention, I mean, okay, big spoiler alert, Cowboy Bebop. Um, it's uh, Spike Spiegel. Uh, at the very end of the series, he battles the final bad guy. I'm going to try to not, like, spoil any more than I have to. And right at the end of the series where you think he's got the guy, he he gets up from this humongous attack and he's walking towards the guy very bruised up. He's almost at the end of it. He's been shot. He's like in big, big pain. And he's just there and he pulls out his hand in the shape of a gun and he just pulls his finger back and he goes bang, thinking he has a gun in his hand and then he just collapses. And he yep. just dies there. And oh, it was just such a... Uh, Kelly Bibop is one of those amazing series that I uh, I love so much. So yeah, yeah, it is on it is on my list, and I have watched a bit of it, and I do love absolutely everything that I've seen so far. I just haven't sat down with it. Yeah, uh, anime starts to get harder to watch as you get older because it hits you harder. I find it hits you harder, but it's also the fact that it's just a time thing for me. Obviously, honestly. yeah, time is uh, another thing, but also 
the feels because you you now know what loss feels like you now know what Mm -hmm. uh love actually is and so on and so forth so to watch these animes it does hurt and so obviously if you want to make time for something you definitely would so it, it is it is one of those things it is very tough but it's worth the watch so please for the love of god make time for anime like i'm an anime believer (laughs) because i I talk to people who don't watch anime and they just don't see a reason why they would like it but it's literally like any other movie or tv show but it's just animated you know and it's like arguably it's better because there's better story there's there's more you can do with it because it's animated you know there are some things you can do that you can't do in our irl stuff but that's also another reason why a lot of people don't want to watch it is because it's animated. Exactly. A lot of people just think animation, no matter what variety it is, is for kids. And no, no, not at all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, have have you heard about any of our deaths? They have hit us hard, and we are twenty three or older. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. For sure. In. For sure. Eli. Eli. I want you to go ahead and plug, and I specifically want you to talk about um, your Capital Spidey Boy project, which I oh, am a God. huge fan of. You you need to explain, what is this whole Spider-Man Canadian Capital thing that you're doing? And Spider-Man I think Canadian out. Capital? Hello. So, so basically, uh, I, I'm a cosplayer now, um, and I got in the whole world of cosplay, which I freaking love. So I, I recently got a cosplay of Spider-Man. And I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really enjoying the suit, and so I, I, I got another one, and so it's the Far From Home suit. I don't know if you guys watch Far From Home Spider Man yet, Hell but yeah. it's that suit, and I, I'm loving it so much. And so I, I I'm the Ottawa Spider Man. So if you go downtown to the market, you might see me walking around, just taking pictures with people, entertaining them, uh, and like pictures are free, but like if you're willing to tip, I'm willing to receive basically. So I have, I have an Instagram. Uh, I have Facebook. Feel free to follow me there. Capital Spidey Boy. Um, I, I do my best to try to update cosplays and get new cosplays. Right now, it's just Capital Spidey Boy, but I'm working on a few in the works right now. They're all secret, but uh, some some swords might be involved later on in the future. That's that's a little. Secret I have one there. question about your Spidey suit. Bring it. Do your eyes move? Not yet, but I'm working on it. Eli, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Seriously, that's awesome. <laughs> I like I I just I love that project and whenever you pop a, a picture I'm like got to like, got to support, got to share. Oh, thanks, gotta, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Okay, it's a lot so of fun. When I come to Canada, whenever that may be, I need to see Capital Spidey Boy. Do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, that's like that's one of the attractions here right now. Yeah. Jane, you and I you and I will just head into town and that's the only thing we will yeah, do. Yeah, I'm part of the League of Superheroes Eli. too. So sometimes we do like uh special events, we do like charity shows, we do like uh corporate events, stuff like that. So uh well actually what we're doing uh, soon actually is going to Chio and visiting a kid that's been uh, requesting Spider-Man and like Captain America and stuff so we're going there as a team and we're just uh, like talking to the kid for a few hours playing games and then heading home so uh, yeah we like nice. to volunteer our time and just you know do our best for, awesome, for people dude. in the community so yeah if you that's wanted to amazing. drop me a like go on Instagram follow me capital spidey boy and uh, yeah I, f- I hope I might follow you back if you have good content as well so we'll see <laughs> Do you have anything that's else awesome. you want to plug with their channel or anything? Nah, man, that's that's it. Just Spidey. That's it. Just, Just Spidey. Spidey. You, you know who I All am right. by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
All right, uh, I'll go ahead. Um, so if you guys enjoyed this episode of Anime Podcasters, make sure to drop a like on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash anime podcasters. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Those are all the platforms. Leave us a review. We're very appreciate it. And finally, for myself, you can uh, hire me for YouTube. Uh, sorry, so for freelance music and audio projects on giantmusic.com. Uh, Twitter's at giantmusic. Instagram is at giantmusic. I have a Patreon. Uh, join the Giant Music Discord server, and that's going to be everything for right now. Uh, go ahead, Hotshot. All right, guys, you can go ahead and find me here, as always, on Anime Podcasters. <laughs> you guys can also eventually find me over on my channel, uh, Hotshot Ginger. There is a very special project I am going to be releasing this month that um, GoPro is helping me with, Giant is helping me with. Hopefully it all comes together. It should be released on Halloween. That is when I am trying to release this. Awesome. That is amazing. I, I just realized now why you're called Hotshot because you're ginger. Okay. That yeah. That's hilarious. I don't know why I didn't catch on. <laughs> 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 All right. And uh, that's going to be everything for the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, the next topic, uh, I wanted it to maybe be Halloween themed. I don't know. How do you feel about a Halloween anime podcast, Hotshot? I feel perfectly fine. Just... I have absolutely no idea what we can do for it. Anime jack lanterns Okay, awesome. The skull of my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, we're going to find some Halloween topic. I don't know how. Like, for Christmas, we did anime Santa Claus. Well, you can so. cut this out, and you can use this for the Halloween podcast. Just like yeah, a 30-second right. clip. <laughs> yeah, man. Just a 30-second clip. All right, we're done. Take Later. this and put it on you. <laughs> Hi this guys, whole conversation. Back to anime my enemies and that's it. Welcome back to Anime Podcasters. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Bye, guys. Okay, go ahead and plug my <laughs> All right. Say spoopy. Oh, right. my God. I don't want this podcast to end. I'm having too much fun. I just, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys right. for watching. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Eli, we'll see you in February 2020 for Death Hell number yeah. three. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. All right. Bye, happen. guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.